safe and fun for the whole family. WIBQ, Family Values Radio. Drink up, drink up, all you people. Because the drink and the laugh is on me. Pretty tune there. That's uh, Angel Eyes, and our guest is Steve Lawrence. And that's a Matt Dennis tune, isn't it, Steve? Yes, it sure is. Uh, Matt Dennis and uh, Frank used to do that at the end of his shows uh, years ago. And he did it, you know, after this explosive performance with the, either the Basie Band or whatever wonderful orchestra he was working with. He would bring everything down to a real single spotlight and just Frank lit up a cigarette and he did Angel Eyes, at the end of which the song said, excuse me, while I disappear. And he just took one puff, blew the smoke out, and walked off stage, and the audience went wild. It oh, was yeah. Just, just wonderful. Never had the opportunity to see him in concert, but there must have been a, just electric in there when he well, was Well, you missed a, you missed a great opportunity yeah. because not only was he probably the greatest exponent of uh, American popular music as we knew the standards to be, but he also was an electrifying performer. I mean, he, his energy, his enthusiasm for what he was doing, his ability to contact with everybody on an individual basis. It could be like 1,000, 10,000 people out there, and everybody felt he was singing to them. It was a great gift that he had. Really was, yeah. And uh, even to the end there, he was still performing relatively well. I mean, he went on his last tour with them, and he still yeah. had that magic, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. And no matter where in the world we were, Frank Sinatra was Frank Sinatra. We could have been in uh, uh, in downtown, uh, uh, somewhere in Scotland or, or in, in the Japan. He got the same recognition in Norway that he got in Newark. Right, right. And they all knew him, uh, not only from his music, but from his films all the years. So they all grew up uh, with with him musically, and, and uh, they grew up with him on the calendar. So they had uh, uh, so much to, to recall whenever they saw him. And his, in, his, his recognition was instant. You know, I mean, he was like a visiting foreign dignitary when we go out of Italy or France or wherever in the world we were. Uh, they would stop traffic, and it was like uh, the president uh, driving through the square. It was incredible. Talking with Steve Lawrence, and I just want to ask you a couple of questions before we run out of time. Uh, some of the favorite songs that uh, you recorded that I've enjoyed, uh, Room Without Windows. I always oh. like that song that you did. Well, was that Room from a Without Broadway Windows show? came from a Broadway show that I spent two years in. The show was called What Makes Sammy Run. That's right, yeah. It was uh, uh, based on a Bud Schulberg novel many, many years ago. And you got a Drama Critic Circle Award for that and also received the Tony nomination. Thank you very much. That's quite true. That was my first uh, Broadway uh outing and it was it was a sensational experience uh and and that song which was written by urban drake who wrote the score to the show uh was particularly well received not only uh, in the show but when i went and recorded it, it uh, i guess it was like all these like we all in, in the music business refer to as a turntable hit uh people really related to the song and, and they they played it considerably and, and uh, i still to this day get requests to do the song uh, when when there are people at the concert who really want to hear it, we try to include it. You did one on an album, I guess, uh, on my college radio days. I, I did a show like this. So it was one of the first to, to do it on college radio. You had an album out. I'm not sure of the name of the album. But it was a song on there I enjoyed, Take It On Home, kind of a bluesy number. Yeah, like that, that was one. Uh, a country song originally. Yeah. And yeah. it was uh, from an album 
called. I think the album was called Take It On Home. Yeah. I think it might be. Yeah, yours was green, and Edie had a red one out, right at the same time. <laughs> I know you both came out with single albums at that time. Uh, our <laughs> albums are color-coded. That's right. <laughs> and they come with an expiration date. <laughs> no, I always enjoyed that one. That was maybe a lesser-known one, but I, that was one of my favorites. And, of course, uh, you and Edie did the definitive version, I think, of uh, Steve Allen's Start of Something Big. Yeah, that was uh, particularly a pet favorite of ours because not only did we have a hit with it, not only uh, on, on, on the radio, but it was also a hit for us to sales-wise. It did terrifically well. We were thrilled because Steve Allen wrote it, and uh, it became our signature song, and, and, and his too. Because it was, just, uh, it was just so wonderful, and we were just so pleased about the way it turned out. Don Costa, of course, wrote that and almost... Uh, all of our uh, orchestrations and all our records, he produced them as well as wrote them. It was great. Well, back in the old days, too, you never hesitated to work with other great artists back then as far as doing duets or, or um, doing compilations together and that sort of thing, or even performing together live, where it seems like nowadays they don't do that as much. Well, we enjoyed it because I, I think we, uh, no matter what artist you work with, everybody brought their own individual style. And together, it was one plus one equals three because, uh, you know, like you all learned from each other. It was great for us. It was, it was particularly wonderful for the audience, too, to see a couple of uh, celebrities performing together. So uh, in that instance, uh, it was not only a pleasure to do, but it was a learning experience, too, because you, you were, you know, six inches away or standing or dancing with uh, whoever, you know. It was just wonderful. Any plans to uh, make your way back toward Florida next spring at all? I know you're on uh, your One More for the Road tour. Any yeah, plans we, to this way? Or? Uh, uh, hopefully, we probably will get back to Florida. Uh, I'm not quite sure when. Usually, it's uh, around the February period of time. Great. So we might be uh, down around the, the Florida area. I know you play uh, Ruth Eckert Hall uh, in yes, Clearwater. Ruth Eckert Hall on, uh, and uh, Van Weasel and... Uh, uh, hopefully we can get out to get back to Sarasota or Tampa or someplace in that area. It's just, we just love it out there. It's, it's just beautiful. Of course, the, the, the east coast of Florida as well. So, uh, Edie and I over the years have been treated very well by Floridians, and, and, and uh, so it's always a pleasure for us to go back. We always have a lot of friends and a lot of fans there, So, and they've been with us through the years, and it's always a pleasure to go back. Steve Lawrence, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. We'll do it again real soon on your next trip down here. We'd like to see you in person, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to talk to you. Been you one got of my a favorite deal, singers. Doug. I look forward to it, and I enjoyed chatting with you as well. Thank you. Steve Lawrence, a guest on the Midday Magazine. That about wraps us up. We'll see you again tomorrow, everybody. This is Bruce Williams welcoming you to my world tonight at 7 here at AM 1220 WIBQ.